Performing live here on KGNU, Bitter Memories, uh, one of the tracks on Bahamas is Afi, the new record out on Brushfire Records. And when you were warming up with that just before we went live, and I was hoping that you were actually going to play that one. Yeah. Because I think it's one of the most interesting tracks on the record. Oh, thank you. Just uh, First of all, I guess I should compliment you on putting out three records in a row that are just amazing oh i have to gosh, say that wow, that's sweet of you to say Thank well you. i mean it's I, I think it's very difficult for an artist to consistently do that time sure. after time so it's you know hats off to you and it's really fortunate well i think you you know i think most people will tell you they hope that they're always making something that's uh you know not necessarily better but somehow different and evolving from what you've done i, I just kind of think of it like anything else you know you wouldn't want to have the same conversation with someone over and over and over again and i think my relationship with music is just kind of is very similar, you know. That's how I stay interested is is just trying to find new ways of using the limited tools that are available to me, you know, playing the guitar and, and singing and stuff like that. It's so yeah, I don't know. That's kind of the fun part. That's the challenge, you know. Well, you do an amazing job of working with those limited tools, I have to say, because on Bitter Memories and specifically, when you hear it on the album, if people haven't heard it on the album, sure. yet, you really should. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a really massive kind of juxtaposition of this kind of grating guitar sound, you know, almost reminded me of like Mark Rabot or something. Sure. Compared with this sweet little passage that it comes out of. Yeah, well, I think, you know, the, doing, doing playing like this, obviously, is just me and an acoustic guitar here. It's like this would be as close to the songs get, you know, when they're in their infancy, when, the, when I'm writing them and stuff like that. It's... Um, yeah, they all kind of start as folk songs, really, you know? I mean, that I, I really love country music and folk music and bluegrass music. Those are the things that I listen to the most, and that's the music that I play the most. It doesn't have much professional application for me. But, you know, when we go to make albums, the, the songs really 
they just change. They just change so much, you know. And uh, sometimes all it is is just playing the same thing on electric guitar can just really just uh, totally transform the whole thing, you know, and take it to a different direction. Well, it's interesting that I'd kind of like to know a little bit about how that song in particular mm-hmm. transformed from being that kind of sweet little song we just heard to having this sort of other meaning yeah. where we get to kind of live the bitter memories sure. through the electric Well, passage. I think uh, as far as the album version goes, I, I I really love Celtic music. I was listening to a lot of, you know, Paul Brady and Dick Goggin and uh, just a lot of, I guess you could say traditional music, you know. And a lot of those melodies and, and you know, a lot of the the lyrics even, a lot of them... They're, they're all mining the same stuff, you know, it's very, very old, it's a very, very old sound, just the interval of those notes and things like that, so, you know, some of those songs, they have a really epic quality to them, I guess, and I guess I was sort of trying to do something like that, I didn't necessarily want to have bagpipes and have a Celtic sound per se, but I, I do love the the sort of weight that those uh, that, that music carries, you know. And uh, something about the melody of this song sort of just sort of pushed me in that direction, you know. So, so if anything, at the end, the guitar, the electric guitar wailing or whatever you want to call it at the end there, that's kind of uh, inspired by Penny Whistle or Bagpipe, I think. For me, anyway. I don't know. That's, that probably doesn't sound like that, but that's kind of what I was thinking. Well, now to hear you say that, actually, and kind of having it play back in my head as you're explaining yeah. that, you can kind of picture that and hear sure. that. Yeah, just like a drone that goes on and on. You're just over, just want something evolving over one note. You know, I really like that idea. Yeah. Well, it does apply to bitter memories, too, in that sure. aspect. As you go from record to record, are there tracks that ended up on Bahamas' Afi that are leftovers from bar chords? Does, do some songs get orphaned and kind of make their Absolutely. way out? Absolutely. I mean, I, I feel lucky that I, in general, I don't have trouble uh writing songs i should knock on wood or whatever you know um but i generally like for this album i recorded 18 songs and we put out 12 so it's always kind of nice to be in a position where you have more material than you need and you can pick the songs that sort of have a similar narrative or at least share something in common that that you know a thread that kind of runs through them all it's not like it's a concept album but you know, it's nice that when you can put the whole album on, you listen to it from start to finish, and there's a sort of a cohesiveness to the whole thing. And So, yeah, that does mean that songs do get left by the wayside. There's a song on this album called Stronger Than That that I, I've had for 10 years. I've, I've tried to record it. I've recorded an actual Celtic version of it with uh, Penny Whistle and everything, and I have a folk version, and we did a rock version, and then we kind of came up with some sort of 80s Bob Dylan-type hybrid version for this album. And I'm really happy with how it turned out, you know. But it, but those are kind of always, I don't know, those are, uh, I, fe- I feel like that's kind of always the way. Is you, you take those songs for granted after a while. And it's often like a friend or someone that you're working with who is just like, hey, you know, we should try that song again. It's a good song. And a lot of times I'll just, if it's not working, I'll just move on, you know. So it's nice to have people around you that you trust and they can just sort of give you those healthy reminders every once in a while. It's like... No need to throw the baby out with the bathwater type thing, you know? I'm glad someone gave you the nudge on that yeah. one to finally put it out. Yeah. It's great to have on this album. Sure. Well, let's let you get back to another tune. and. All right. Well, maybe I'll do uh, this tune that we were talking about. It's called Stronger Than That. And as I said, I've recorded it many ways. And 
and I'm sure if you're at the show tonight, you'll hear a very different version, but I'll, I'll give you the, the traditional version now. Here we go. Like a big kick drum Tell me what does it take To get a mouth that makes Every old man around you seem so young And I know You're afraid of falling flat And I know Those walls are up against your back And I know There are those who see a crack Still, I know that you're stronger than that. If you're feeling bad, wave your hand at a cab and hitch your ride to the other side of the town. I'll be standing there to pay the taxi's fare. Lend an ear, dry the tears of a friend who's down And I know you're afraid of falling flat And I know those walls are up against your back And I know there are those who'd see a crack And I know that you're stronger 